Introducing the SD Podcast channel, your one stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. I will give you every drop of sweat, every drop of blood, every ounce of energy I have. You are going to get the absolute best of The Rock at WrestleMania. I need to beat you, Rock. I need it more than anything that you can ever imagine. There can be only one World Wrestling Federation champion, and that will be Rock Stone Cold Steve Austin. With all due respect. Check out my melody. Yo, big ups, big ups to my boys, Limp Biscuit, for the use of the song My Way from What is going on, everybody? Welcome to this special edition of the podcast. This is technically not a Jay's Week in Wrestling podcast episode. This is kind of like a Jay's Extra. And um, what what I'm doing today pretty much is uh, seeing that WrestleMania is about a week and a half. I'm in the WrestleMania spirit. So what I'm going to do with my co-host this evening is we're going to go over our favorite WrestleMania, one that I'm pretty sure we saw live together 18 years ago damn 18 years shit but um (laughs) it is by far probably one of if the favorite wrestlemania of ours and uh it's wrestlemania 17 from 2001 and uh let me introduce my co-host for tonight right now he's been on the show plenty of times it's been a little while and he's back on it's wrestlemania season so we gotta do it big right so izzy is real what's up bro welcome back how you doing i'm good man I don't, it's, it literally is WrestleMania season. That's what, a week or two away? It's right around the corner. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Oh, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, we got I – don't, I don't really keep up with the new stuff, but you told me we're talking about the what I consider the greatest WrestleMania ever. I definitely have all day to talk about that. I mean, you can break down every match. Almost every match on that <laughs> thing is, is great, so I'm here for it. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, it's it was pretty much still the Attitude Era, even though at that point uh, it was based on the purchase and the demise of WCW. Um, technically, chronologically, if you look it up, the Attitude Era started at 1997 and it ended around 2002, 2003, which then went into the Ruthless Aggression Era, as they call it. But, um, but yeah, man, so the Attitude Era was still in full effect. And... Uh, they with the purchase of WCW, a lot of people were expecting some WCW influence in this WrestleMania, but it didn't really happen. And they had a bunch of lower mid card guys sitting in a booth cheering on Shane McMahon in his match with his pops. But um, but yeah, I mean, everybody was thoroughly anticipating what talent from WCW was going to come in. What you know, how would they co mingle with WWF talent, and what the hell really what they were going to do with them. But, like right. I said, they were not really that much of an influence in this WrestleMania. They were only used for one part of one storyline. So, with that being said, um, now, before we get into the matches, uh, what for you, man, I know, like I said, this is probably our favorite WrestleMania. 
Um, this was obviously in Houston, Texas, uh, the Reliant Astrodome, I believe. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, this was the first WrestleMania that was in Texas. And obviously a Texan was in the main event, uh, probably the most famous wrestling Texan of all time, obviously Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, yeah. now just before, like I said, we can dissect the matches as we go on, but what was probably the biggest moment for you? In, in this particular WrestleMania. Obviously, there was a huge one in the main event that a lot of people to right. this day wish didn't happen, but it did. Um, for you, what was the best part of this WrestleMania? Shit, man. Um, if you, if you, you know, every match was, was relatively good. I mean, if you look at the card, you have legends from everywhere. I mean, you got ECW legends like Taz, Raven, on their WCW guys like Regal and Jericho and Saturn and Guerrero, even though Saturn is both and Eddie. Everybody I mentioned actually is in ECW and, and WCW, except for Regal. I don't think he was in ECW. No. Um, I'm surprised how short the matches were because when we're watching them, it feels like they're forever. But like the, the TLC match is only 15 minutes long, and it feels like it was so good that it felt like you're watching a freaking movie. I think that that can hold up as one of the greatest matches of all time, that TLC match with Edge and Christian and the Dudleys and the Hardys. Yeah. Um, the gimmick battle royal was awful. There was no need for it. <laughs> it was, you know, terrible. But I think for me, and I, maybe I'm bugging, you know, people want to argue with me about this all the time, but for me, the Triple H-Undertaker match on this pay-per-view is their best match. I think it's better than the Hell of wow. Yeah, to me. Oh, 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 I'm, I, oh, you mean for those two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah them together. I agree. Because, yeah, you know, they did, what, three or four? Three of them, I think? Yeah, for um, WrestleMania, think, they wrestled I each other three times. I think this is the best one. I think yeah. this is the best one. And it's probably, you know, because the TLC match had, like, it had everything. You know, table. I mean, I was going to say it had tables, ladders, and chairs. Obviously, it had tables, <laughs> <laughs> ladders, and chairs. But, like, the pops when fucking Jeff Hardy gets speared by Edge. I mean, oh, Jesus that was Christ. crazy. When he's hanging from the from the uh, belt, yeah. that's probably the biggest pop of the night. But I think the best match overall start to finish is the Undertaker Triple H. And I yeah. think that's their, their best match together. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They had three matches. Uh, they really didn't have to have three matches. I don't understand no. why. No, you know, no, when no. they we could have had Undertaker and John Cena. We could have had Undertaker and other guys, but for mm-hmm. some reason he had to wrestle Shawn Michaels twice. Even though those were good matches, don't get me wrong, the the matches he had with yeah. Shawn were very good. Why did he need to face Triple H twice after? Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't needed. Um, and I they feel ran like out of ideas. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That Hell in the Cell was awful. Um. And they called it the end of an era, even though they wrestled like 10 times after that. It was like, come on, guys. Uh, who are you messing with? Who are you yeah. trying to, you know, that's like when John Cena and The Rock, once in a lifetime, then they wrestled again and next year. It was like, come on. Like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, this WrestleMania in particular, there was a, the matches were really good. Like you said, the gimmick one, uh, that, that was just, you know, tongue, tongue-in-cheek humor. You know, let the old mm-hmm, guys mm-hmm. go out there. It was good to see Bobby Heenan in the booth. The best part um, of it was Heenan and, and Jerry and, and, on commentary. No, Jerry yeah, wasn't It was uh, Mean Gene Okerlund. Yeah. And yeah, 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 that was the best part. Yeah, those guys, I mean, it was good to see Bobby Sheik. back. Uh, it was the Iron right? Sheik who could barely walk. The reason he won is because he couldn't walk. It, it would have been mean to throw that man over the top rope. Can you imagine? <laughs> Imagine he would have broken everything. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. So 
and and like I told Izzy during our little uh, pregame conversation, there was actually a dark match that we didn't even know existed. That it, it happened on Sunday Night Heat. Now, in in a previous show that I did, Izzy, I mentioned that uh, two WrestleManias ago, I believe, mm-hmm. that Austin Aries and Neville had a cruiserweight title match that happened at like five o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, and it was the freaking best match of the night, and it didn't even make the DVD. So. Right. <laughs> However, this match, I wouldn't be surprised if it never saw even YouTube because it was so short and the people that were in it, it was just like, eh. So you mentioned ECW Legends, right? Well, mm-hmm. we had one guy in this group, X Factor, just incredible, who was probably seven months earlier, probably the ECW champion. <laughs> yeah. So he teamed with X Pac and they defeated the 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 very, very incredible tag team. Of the Lethal Weapon, Steve Blackman, and Grand Master Sexy. I mean, rest in peace, Brian Christopher. But damn, what a weird team that was. What? Where was yeah, Scotty's body at that they had to put him with Steve Blackman? They throwing shit together at that point. Yeah. Uh, it, apparently, the match lasted all of two minutes and forty seconds, and it was won by X Factor. Big whoop. Nothing. You know, nobody missed anything there. Nope. So. To start off the night, WrestleMania 17, we have an Intercontinental title match with William Regal defending against Chris Jericho. Now, at this point, William Regal is the commissioner of WWE, and uh, okay. he's and he's a heel. And obviously, there was a promo where uh, he's messing with Jericho, and apparently, as you remember this, where in the back, Jericho took a leak inside of his tea. Inside of his tea cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would never do some shit like that. Man. Uh, no, never. Never. So they had the match. It lasted about seven and a half minutes. And um, Chris Jericho, I believe, defeated William Regal to retain the Intercontinental Championship. Now, imagine this. Chris Jericho. This is 2001. Chris Jericho is probably already probably in his early 30s. He's, mm-hmm. still, around, he's still around now in 2019 doing the AEW stuff. Their first show is in another couple months. Now, real quick, real quick, just a sidetrack. I know you're a big fan of Jericho. I'm a big fan of Jericho. At this point with the longevity, I mean, this dude's been around since the early 90s. Like, where does Jericho rank to you in terms of greatest of all time? All right, we talking, because when I do it, I I would do it like I would do rap. Like, you can't just do lyrics. You can, you got to do lyrics and and you know uh, discography and music all together. So like when I do, I do that with my wrestlers as well. So it'll be Mike skills and his wrestling ability, longevity. I mean the quality of matches because you could be a great wrestler, but if your matches suck, then nobody cares. I yeah. think Jericho is top ten for sure. Yeah. I don't I, I can't think of nine better guys or ten better guys that are better on the mic, are better in the ring you know, have had the great matches they hit all, like, all together. I think he's one of the top ten greatest. He's he's better than The Rock to me. He outranks The Rock because he's had a longer career. The yeah. only thing The Rock has over him is the big matches. But Jericho, I mean, he could be, if you really want to break it down, he could be top six, top five even. Like, he's yeah, he's easy. up there. He's up there. Like, it, 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 you know, you could, you could match him up with Sean. You can match him up with Triple H. Like he's in that class. He's not. He's not yeah. outside of the class of, of Stone Cold and The Rock and and Cena. Like he's up in that upper echelon. He. I mean, he beat you know The Rock and Stone Cold in one freaking night. Like he said. Yeah. So there was a re- there was a reason for it, and nobody nobody predicted that. 
I think he's ahead of guys like Kurt Angle, um, Brock, um, Goldberg. Like, yeah. he's, he's in that yeah. top tier. Bret Hart, he might have a better career than Bret Hart. You know, like, he, he's definitely a better – like, he could do more than Bret Hart in, in the ring. Um, but, yeah, he's he's top ten. He might be top top six, top five. Like, if, if – okay, my top five for me would be – I'm rambling, but my top five would be – Hey, go Austin, for it, bro. <laughs> Austin. And this is not my favorite top five. This is who I think are the top five biggest and greatest wrestlers of all time. Austin – John Cena, number two, Hulk Hogan, number four. I mean, number four, number three. (laughs) (laughs) Hogan, number three, Flair, number four, and five. I mean, you could go Taker. You could go Triple H. You could go Shawn Michaels. Like, that fifth spot. Yeah, that fifth spot is iffy. Yeah. But I personally, I throw Sting in there because he's my my second favorite wrestler ever. So I throw Sting in the top five. Yeah. Yeah, But Jericho... I mean, Jericho might have had a better career than Sting. Like he's, if you break it down, like he, like as he, a, as an overall package, I can see right, what you're right, saying. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not about the mystique and all that shit, because you know Sting has it. You know, guys like Taker have it. But if you really look, he's like a player, like a basketball player that when you really break down his statistics, you're like, damn, he really averaged you know 25 points a game for his whole career. He made a bunch of All Stars. Of course, he's a Hall of Famer. Like he's yeah. first ballot. Easy. No, no question. Like he, his debut in WWE is always going to be epic. I mean, they put him in there with The Rock, his first day one, yeah, head to head with the best guy on the mic, arguably. Like, because The Rock is probably unanimously number one. If if you're going to pick as far as mic skills are concerned, he's definitely top three. So to throw Jericho in there with The Rock on your debut Monday Night Raw. That shit is not easy, bro. And and he went head to head with him, and then a couple years later, he wins the title. So it's, it's and, he's top. And you, and you got to figure they 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 put some big faith in someone who in WCW they never put in that big spot. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he was a cru- he was a cruiserweight. The the biggest title he held, I want to say, was probably the TV title. Mm-hmm. Or you know he wasn't. Bischoff didn't see him as a monster star. And Him WWE Ray. WWE scoops him up, and like you said, first night they put him up against the big, mm-hmm. the biggest star in the company, who like a year yep. or two later is going to be a star in Hollywood. You know what I mean? So I mean, they put some big faith guys. in Jericho early. See what? All right, here's my thing. I know we're going to go off, but this is wrestling talk. Yeah, yeah. Why? What? What's the difference between the WWE that let Eddie Guerrero be champion, Chris Benoit be champion, Chris Jericho be champion? These guys never had any opportunities to do that in WCW. And now you would never see some shit like that in WWE. Who's the last under... I mean, it literally took for the freaking fans to revolt for them to give Daniel Bryan in the mix for the belt. Like, they don't do that underdog shit anymore. Like, none of these guys... I mean, I guess Kofi is the... Well, yeah, they're doing that with Kingston now. They're doing that with Kingston now. And the the funny thing is, he's doing it against Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is going up against his old character from four years ago. He's calling Kofi Kingston a B-plus player. Triple H Mm -hmm. called Daniel Bryan a B-plus player. They're pretty much recycling the yes movement with like a Kofi New Day thing. I mean, it's not as big as the yes movement was. Nowhere near. Don't get me wrong. And when we do the Mania show, I'm a rant on Kofi Kingston, bro, because uh, 
Oh man, I feel like doing it now, bro. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm gonna say what I have to say about Kofi Kingston really quick because all of a sudden the fans, just like Daniel Bryan's character says, are real fickle. They're fickle. Mm-hmm. You're gonna tell me Kofi Kingston's been around for a decade plus. When and the hell? Is- when the hell has anyone said, you know who I want to be world champion? Kofi Kingston. No one has right. ever said that. Never. Nobody. Don't tell me that Never. shit. He won if Mustafa Ali, who is now Ali because they took his first name away. What the fuck? Um, so if Mustafa Ali didn't get injured for that Elimination Chamber pay-per-view and Kofi mm-hmm. never sniffed that Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, no one would have gave two shits about Kofi Kingston still. Nope. He made the best of that shit, though. That was like the last thing I've watched in wrestling, and that shit was good. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to tell me, fine, are there New Day fans? Yeah, they're New Day fans. I'm not going to say Kofi Kingston has no fans. The guy is good. He's always been good. But has he been main event material? Never. Has he ever had promos when he was a fake Jamaican? No. No one gave a shit. You know what I mean? He lost his accent and started talking regular because he's from Boston. And still, (laughs) nobody gave a shit. Okay? The reason why the New Day got together is because, number one, Kofi Kingston was floundering. Big E Langston had nothing to do. And Xavier Woods was a bum from NXT who was jobbing. Yeah. The New Day saved all three of their careers, first of all. Secondly, like I said, out of the three of them, who do we really think is heavyweight championship material? I say Big E. I don't think Kofi mm-hmm. Kingston. You know what I mean? Because Big E has the full package. He looks like a freaking juggernaut that WWE loves to push. He has yep. good matches, and he's entertaining. That's the total package WWE wants. You know what I mean? Which is why I have a theory about this match with Brian and Kofi, but you're going to have to wait till episode 40 to hear it. So there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's my little rant on Kofi Kingston, man. Nothing against him because I've always liked Kofi. Kofi's good. Yeah, he's always been good. Yeah, but let's not pretend that we've always wanted Kofi to be world champion because no, that's no, no, never no. been mentioned ever. So let's stop that shit. All of a sudden, everybody's like, we want Kofi. We want Kofi. Since when did you want Kofi? You think it's it's the fans wanting something completely different because they're sick and tired of the same guys with the same you know in the same spot like a, even like though it's kind of even though it's kind of not the same because we got to heal Daniel Bryan as world champion mm-hmm. we we haven't had that in WWE yet and here's a guy Daniel Bryan who's been retired for two years everybody's like oh I can't wait for Daniel Bryan to come back oh my god oh he's back yay and now he's a heel oh we don't want Daniel Bryan no more come on man like yeah. don't give me that shit like like Daniel Bryan says they're fickle 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 you know what I mean like MMA fans it's the same shit just, oh yeah just like MMA absolutely fans. absolutely. Oh, absolutely, bro. Oh, speaking of MMA, Cain Velasquez is now a pro wrestler. Hey. I saw that. I wonder how he <laughs> worked that out. <laughs> well, there, there was a... Uh, he has a mask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a Mexican flag mask. I, I, I'll send you the, the picture right now. I mean, I know he's going to wrestle for AAA, but he's really going full luchador. His big ass is going to be a luchador? He can't even speak Spanish. No, you Spanish can't. is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is the 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 one championship match he had in in his home of Mexico, he got his ass whipped, which is pretty funny. Yeah, that <laughs> was great. I can't stand him. <laughs> so I oh, mean, yeah. 
But yeah, man, we're getting sidetracked, but that's what we do. That, that's how we do yeah, things. Yeah, you know, what, like, do you, what do you expect? Yeah. So, and 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 I could bring up the whole MMA pro wrestling conversation a little bit later because that's something you know. All right, you mm-hmm. just sent it to me. Let me see this shit. Oh my god, he looks crazy. He looks crazy. He looks crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's 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 epic. I gotta see his debut. He's gonna be wrestling for uh the AAA promotion in Mexico and and mm-hmm. uh for their kind of WrestleMania event called Triple Mania that that they do every year. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I will keep my eyes on that. Um, so back to WrestleMania 17. The second match on the actual main card is a uh it's a six man tag. It is Taz and the APA Bradshaw and Farouk. Going up against the right to censor, which consisted of Bull Buchanan, the Good Father, and Val Venus, with Stephen Richards on the outside. This match lasted all of three minutes and fifty-two seconds. Like you said, it felt like it was a little bit yeah, longer. Yeah, every match felt so much longer when you're watching that shit live. I'm surprised. Yeah, uh, speaking I of, like that, right to censor, I was just about to ask you, what, how, how did you feel about right to censor? I, I thought, thought that was a pretty cool, was cool. Yeah, because yeah, at this time you had the whole puppy, like puppies were. Popping at yeah, <laughs> were huge at the time. Um, you know, you had a bunch of controversial shit going on back then. Um, I don't. Is this around Katie Vick or this is after Katie Vick? No, no, no. Katie Vick was was maybe two years later or a year or two okay, later okay. when like it was the Triple H show where he was feuding with oh, Kane. It was so bad. That was the worst. But anyway, right to censor was cool. They they basically like would come out if there was like a, a lingerie match or something they would come out and, and kick the girls out and cover them up um i liked the people that they had in it because you had a bunch of misfits that weren't really doing shit on their own kind of like the new day um you know the good father who was the godfather he's a he's a uh, reverted pimp and val venus is a, a converted porn star it's, it's hilarious right yeah and and, and it was always good you know and, and you had both- the girl um um, oh, Ivory. Later, Ivory. Ivory, who was like yeah. a diva, but now she's all covered up with a bow tie and shit. Looking like a nun, looking like a nun yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that group was pretty cool. And uh, Bo Buchanan, who uh, <laughs> later on will be known as Bling Bling Buchanan with John Cena. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or B-squared, as they used to call him. Um, oh, man. And he was a decent. And the funny thing is, I don't know if you 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 remember this crew. Uh, before that, a couple years earlier, he was in a faction called um, uh, the Truth Commission with uh with Cyrus the Virus. He had Kurgan and and yeah, freaking, yeah, yeah. They, had they were like army with, guys. The fat dude with the Cartman doll. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 It, it was a weird freaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Luna Vashon was with them or no? No. Oh, you're talking about the oddities. Okay, two different people. Yeah. Oh, Earth- the Truth Commission, the dudes that had the the red berets. Yes. And the beige yes. pants and the army yes. boots. Yes. Yes. They yes, were like yes, yes. they were like mercenaries or something yes, like that. Yes. 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 And they had gotcha, uh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. they had Cyrus from ECW as their manager. Right. <laughs> Yo, they had so many factions, man. Yeah. WWE don't do factions at all anymore. Like they don't. Like the only faction they have is in NXT, died. and it's the Undisputed Era. I think that's the only real faction they have. Yeah, I mean, if I mean if you needed. if you count if you count New Day, I guess you can call them a faction. But um, they're just a three man team. I mean, Undisputed Era has four of them. But um, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much the only factions around now for the most part. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean Taz and 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 uh. APA gets the win with a clothesline from hell from Bradshaw to the good father. Um, 
decent decent match, a lot of action. Jacqueline was on the outside uh, fighting with Steven Richards, so that, that was pretty cool. Um, let's see. Next match up on the card, we have one of my favorite hardcore matches that WWE ever had. Kane, Big Show, both going after Raven for the hardcore title. Um, this match lasted about 10 minutes. And like you said, once again, another match that seemed like it went way longer. Um, yeah. <laughs> but this one had some had some good shit, man. Uh, you had Raven getting thrown through a glass window. Um, mm-hmm. You had Kane driving a golf cart into Raven's ankle on the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they re- it was, they really like jumped in though it was bullshit yeah that's like, messed up man fucked up by those two big dudes <laughs> it was that was messed up yeah it was a fun match man I'll tell you it that was. it was it was, it was it super was. fun man and and the crazy thing is you like you said you you have guys who were in ECW and they they made their names and and became legends in ECW now another another little side story I remember seeing a shoot interview with Raven. And uh, he was saying that when he came back to WWE, because he was obviously Johnny Polo back in the day, he managed the Quebecers, multi-time tag team champions and stuff. So he was like, when he came back, Vince McMahon didn't know who he was because he didn't know who Raven was because he didn't watch or whatever. And they're like, oh, you remember you remember Johnny? Right? You remember? Oh, Johnny, that's Johnny Polo. Like, apparently he didn't know who the hell Raven right, was. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Meanwhile, for years, Raven was in ECW and WCW, but... Truly, Vince McMahon is all about WWF. He doesn't watch anything else. You know what I mean? So he only knew him as Johnny Polo. So that's why he didn't really push Raven because all he saw him as was what he was before, which is kind of messed up. But, you know, I feel like Raven could have had a way better run in WWE than what he had. Um, But, you know, it just wasn't meant to be, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is one of the dudes they fucked up on. Like Taz was hurt. So he really couldn't. Yeah, know, they tried. They actually push. tried to push Taz, but he, yeah. his body couldn't hold up. You know? you know, too small, man. Lifting up Bam Bam Bigelow for years. Yeah. Bro. Oh my God. That shit That's can't a... be easy, bro. Crazy matches, bro. I... <laughs> that shit cannot crazy, be easy. Crazy matches. You gotta figure something. I'm Taz is only about five foot seven, probably five it's foot. Probably eight. my height. Yeah. But he was a but he was a little truck though, because he was about two forty, two forty five. You know. But you know Taz in his prime, he was great, man. In terms of in ring, in ring and and promos and all that stuff, he was really good. But like you said, by the time he got to WWE, he was damaged goods already. Um, so yeah, so Kane won the hardcore title here, and uh, after he won the belt, uh, Big Show and Raven were like in the in the what do you call that? This not the scaffold. They were in the fucking like stage area and inside some. Oh hole or something like that mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and Kane jumps and drops a big elbow on both of them and, and takes the belt and leaves <laughs> so yeah. up next we have the European Championship we have Eddie Guerrero going up against Test for the European title with Perry Saturn and Terry Reynolds on the outside and uh, the match was 8 minutes and 30 seconds and your new European Champion Eddie Guerrero um, with the help of Dean Malenko, who popped up as well in his dad jeans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, we have tech. All right. Now, obviously, with the pink elephant in the room being uh, Chris Benoit, who is on this pay-per-view a little bit later. Um, in the beginning, because obviously Guerrero ended up doing good shit in WWE, 
Benoit ended up doing good shit in WWE. Why do you think the other two? Why do you think Perry Saturn and Dean Malenko didn't do as well as Guerrero and Benoit? Definitely the Malenko and Saturn weren't as good on the mic. I mean, Eddie was the man out of those four on the mic. But Benoit yeah. wasn't that great. I think he found his niche later on because in WCW, yeah. he was kind of like a mute. He was he didn't say shit, really. Yeah. Um, you know, he was with the horsemen. I guess he got opportunities to speak. Um, but he was always elite in ring. I think D. Malenko was a little too undersized. And back then, especially... There was like a size just issue. Like we didn't want to see little dudes, you know, break the mold. And you, who's the who's the smallest champion they've ever had? Uh, Eddie Ray, uh, Ray Mysterio. Mysterio. And that yep. shit came years after after the radicals. You know, if you know if you know them as the radicals were there. So he's like the first one that broke that mold. Malenko kind of looked stocky, like little. He had like, I don't know. He's got like a little torso, kind of midget body yeah. looking. You know, <laughs> so the optics just don't don't look well and then taz i mean i mean not taz sorry saturn not really good on the mic incredible in ring uh, but then they did the whole moppy gimmick was yeah. like <laughs> yeah they turned them into a little them. bit of a looney tune they turned they them into- they they, they should have kept them like a like like a somebody on the fringe type but his point he just can't cut a promo so yeah it's tough it's yeah. definitely tough and he was cross-eyed so it was kind of interesting <laughs> <laughs> bro, little things like that in wrestling, bro. Like, like this dude with the lisp, uh, Matt Morgan, who's fucking yeah. jacked as shit, lisping. <laughs> Jack Swagger had a lisp, but he broke through. But then he had a mouthpiece. Yeah, um, he had he had Zeb Coulter. Zeb Coulter. So you know those little things. Look at look at a guy like the, um Rhodes, Cody Rhodes. Cody, I was just yes, Cody has a lisp you know too. Saying? But now he's found his stride in, in, you know, the independence, and he's probably one of the top five biggest wrestlers in the world. Um, but he couldn't really break through as far as being a main eventer, you know, with that list. He's incredible. He's a good-looking guy. His wife is hot. Um, he's great in ring. He's got the pedigree. He's got the wrestling history with his dad. And even with all that shit, you know, something held him back. It's weird. He's it's, he's, it's weird that he couldn't. Yeah, because, you know, WWE is all about, you know, legacies and shit. Look at Randy Orton. Like like guys like Randy Orton and freaking uh, among others, you know, I mean, like gold, even though Goldust had a good career. But uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, he never got the world strap. But I mean, you know, never. I don't think once again, he's another guy, especially in the Attitude Era. No one's ever saw Goldust winning the world title. So, you know, before all before all the Goldust fans comes out of the woodwork, he wasn't a world champion. (laughs) And as much as I love Owen Hart. He's another one that never was going to be world champion. I mean, Owen, I feel, honestly, I think Owen's better than Brett in ring. In ring, for sure. But as an overall package, as like promo skills, you know, all that other stuff, Brett got him by a landslide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Bret Hart was the most hated dude in wrestling. Like, people hated him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think, (laughs) like, there's... There's very few guys. Like, I think Roman Reigns has that heat. Well, now it'll probably cool off because his whole, you know, thank God he beat, he beat, the, he's in remission and shit. Um, yeah. So the, the, the heat will be off him. But Bret Hart, if you don't remember, like, if you're a young, younger wrestling fan, when he was doing that whole um, the Canada shit and yep. they, will, they will come down with the flag and they had the, 
the flag on the pole match and uh, on Raw that one time, and he was feuding with Austin. I mean, they hated him throwing shit in the in in, in the ring, and uh, he was hated. He was the most that, that 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 takes a skill, bro. To get people to hate you that much, that's skill. That, that, I, I- I think Bret Hart is, in, when people talk about best heels of all time, I think he's underrated. Under, and, and, underrated. Yeah, I, especially I, I that run in 97. He's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> legit. Like, like, my Bret Hart memories go, I want to say, because we know that he, he feuded with Michaels. We know he did all that. But my, my first real Bret Hart memory was he was a tag team with fucking the Anvil. Wait. Uh, they're, um, they're, they're, they made the Hall of Fame this year as a team, by the way. Oh, did they? That's cool. Um, but like, like my really, really started to pay attention to Brett was the 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 match. Was it an I Quit match or, or was wait, it an wait, I Quit wait, match? Wait, wait, uh, yeah. Oh, for 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 Mania thirteen. Yeah, yeah, that right, was an right, I Quit right. match. It was an I Quit. Right. So from then on. It's like Brett is like this big deal now. Well, me, that's when, well, that's when they did the double turn. That's when Brett really turned right. heel that night. Right. And Austin right. So turned before face. That, before that, Brett is like, you know, the, the the he's a good guy, but he wasn't really like, eh, wasn't that big a deal yeah. to me, at least, you know? Yeah. But once him him and Austin, I think Austin really helped him a lot. Um, And then, you know, the whole Michaels thing was, that was crazy. I mean, the crazy but, um, thing about that that reformation of the Hart Foundation in 97, it was Brett, Owen, Bulldog, Anvil, and Pillman. Brian Pillman. Mm-hmm. They were heels everywhere except Canada. Except that was the Canada. crazy part. They would they go to Canada. Canada and, oh, they did do a Canada. They did. Remember a Canadian stampede? Right, 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 right. They had the whole family. His dad was in the corner, all old and shit. And um, they won that match. And the whole Hart family got in the ring, and the whole crowd was going crazy. Um. Th- it, like you said, it takes a great skill for someone who was a babyface for years to get yes. the crowd to freaking hate you like that. Mm-hmm. I remember one line, and <laughs> it was like, um, uh, where the hell was he? Uh, I don't know if he was in Pittsburgh. Was he in Pittsburgh? I think he was like, if you want to give the United States an enema, you stick the holes right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, he was the, he was he, was, he was an underrated heel, man, and and you know, like I said, they they bringing in the Hart Foundation into the Hall of Fame now. A lot of people are a little iffy about it because it's literally just Brett and Anvil, and if you want to go by that original team, they obviously was managed by Jimmy Hart, which he's not mm-hmm. in the picture. They're not mm-hmm. advertising Jimmy Hart for the Hall of Fame; they're just advertising Brett and Anvil. Um, and obviously they're not adding, they're not adding Bulldog, they're not adding Pillman and they're not adding Owen. So obviously this is just because if you want to be technical, Jim just died a few months ago. Yeah. So uh, is, is it to get this moment for Natty? Probably it has to be, you know, cause I mean, Brett's already in. So it's like, it, you know, Brett's going to be a two-time Hall of Famer. You know, Brett Hart, you know how he is. He's he's a lazy bastard. He's going to be there, and yeah. he's going to be like, oh, you know, thank you, you know, this and this, that, and that, and blah, blah, blah. And it's pretty much going to be Natty up there crying for two hours, acting like Jim Neidhart was the fucking world champion. Um, You know, obviously, <laughs> together, <laughs> together, I mean... <laughs> Yo, I mean, bro. I, I know it he sounds is, mean, man. He's but... like Tito Jackson. Like, there's <laughs> no Michael. Anvil don't mean shit. Like, rest in peace, but 
He didn't do shit on his own, bro. And like, listen, man, I, I'm a fan. I was a fan of the Heart Foundation as a tag team. Yeah, I have a, I, got I, tons, I have tons of of footage and stuff and and old tapes that I still own and DVDs and stuff of old Heart Foundation matches against Demolition, the Nasty Boys, fucking uh, right. Arn Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, the Islanders. I I have I've seen mil- hundreds and hundreds of Heart Foundation matches against the British Bulldogs against you know the bolsheviks uh, uh, i'm a fan okay i understand you know bret hart was the technician anvil was the powerhouse that it was a good fucking team uh, hall of fame worthy indeed but let's not pretend that jim neidhart is a hall of famer by himself because he's not okay um but once again that's the safe way of putting jim in there because Obviously, like I said, the Hart Foundation is a legendary tag team. It's a legendary faction. And it's just a shame that Bulldog, who's a Hall of Famer on his own, Owen, who's a Hall of Famer on his own, Pillman, who's a Hall of Famer on his own, are probably not going to see that shit for the next 10, 12 years. It's crazy. That's if Owen Hart's wife even lets it happen for him. Right. You know? So Sucks, man. Yeah, but yeah, we really went on a fucking tangent on that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's good information though. We know what the hell we're talking about. We went from Saturn. We went from Eddie Guerrero wrestling test to the freaking Heart Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, well, you know, there's a lot of death. We, speaking of death, Eddie Guerrero's dead. Test is dead. Perry Saturn yeah. looks dead. But um, but besides that, <laughs> <laughs> what? Speaking of of test, what what did you think of test as a? As a I hated test. I hated test, man. I'm Him and his big boots. I thought he was terrible. Um, <laughs> I thought he was terrible up until he started wearing the short shorts and feuding with Scott Steiner. I thought yeah. that was like his best moment. Yeah. Um, Stacy Keebler obviously made him like she was. Oh yeah. Great to look at. Yeah. Um, but he was he wasn't good. Like he sucked. Uh, 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 Tyson Tomko, like he's in that class. Like. Yeah, there's a thousand guys who could have done what Tess did. He was he wasn't good at all. He was just a big, big steroided up, you know, Kevin Nash wannabe looking, you know, like, eh. definitely on the juice. Yeah, back was always fucking pink. Yo, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yo, I was hearing a New Jack interview, <clears throat> and he was like, "Why the hell you think they called that man Test? Because he can't pass one. That's why." <laughs> <laughs> He was like, why it's you true, think man. they named that motherfucker Tusk? Because he has never passed a test in his life. That's <laughs> true, man. That's true. Oh, shit. I forgot about... Go ahead. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking at the matches. I forgot about one, one of the matches. Oh, um, I mean, the next one is is a is a doozy. It's a good one. Um, Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit. The, mm-hmm. the first time they meet at WrestleMania, it was 14 minutes um, Kurt Angle getting the pin uh, through cheating, of course, because yeah, you know, <laughs> he pulled the tights. Now, Angle and Benoit had a bunch of great freaking matches. Um, yeah. Two of the best technical wrestlers uh, ever. In, in history, pretty much. Ever, ever. And, and definitely back then, there was nobody touching those two in terms of technical no, wrestling no, no. ability. Um, like... <sighs> It's it's insane, man. The type of quality match, you know, you have that in the middle of the card. That that's a main event match. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, it just makes me think, man. If Benoit now, if Benoit never did what he did, where would he be on the freaking totem pole right now? Shit. I mean, okay, where is he now? Top twenty-five, top thirty. 
Who, Benoit? Yeah. I don't know, he's man. High, he's higher than that. Because like, as far as wrestling skills concerned, he's top 15, top 20. Like, Yeah, he, he was almost perfect in the ring. He was that. Yeah, like he didn't fuck up anything. Like he was, you know, he was incredible. There was no, I mean, he, he could go with anybody, any style. I mean, he's got incredible matches with R, uh, RVD, Triple H, like two completely contra- contrasting styles. And then he could do the, the straight up grappling shit with, an Olympic gold medalist and look just as good. I mean, granted, it's obviously not real, quote unquote. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, but uh, amateur wrestling. But you know, to look that good and to keep up with somebody who's that good, like Kurt Angle, um, he was he was he was great, man. I mean, his promo skills were whatever, but um, he was great. He was. I mean, he won the IC title, world title. I'm sure he was a tag champ. If you oh yeah, up. he was tag team champions with Kurt Angle. <laughs> so like he he was. What what's his biggest feud? Triple uh, H. Ben, uh, Benoit. What in WWE yeah. or overall? Yeah, Probably yeah, WWE, yeah. WWE. WWE, right? Um, right. I'd say I'd say Angle. I'd say Angle. Um, okay. He, I mean, he's had good matches with Triple H and and Shawn Michaels and and C. Uh, I don't think he wrestled a young John Cena. He didn't wrestle, you know, John Cena. Well, he won the belt at Mania, right? In the triple yeah, threat match. Yeah, in the triple threat match with, with right. HBK and Triple H, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, so. Yeah, he's just been – he's been great pretty much his whole career. You remember in ECW when he broke Sabu's neck, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was insane. He was, what, Pegasus in WCW early, I think? Yeah, was that, was his, that was his name in, uh, in Japan. He was known as Pegasus. Pegasus. Yeah. Right, so – yeah, he was he was good, man. He was great, like, man. Yeah, it, too bad he turned into a freaking psychopath. But you know, hey, I guess it happens. Um, Diving off the top rope and bumping your head every night. Yeah, good for your brain, bro. That's, nah, that's a topic for another. Yeah, for another time, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's like it's like Hogan doing a fucking leg drop every night, and he literally lost like three, four inches of height because of it. It's crazy. So Bro, I, 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 met Ho- I met Hogan probably uh, about a year and a half ago, and uh, I I remember growing up seeing this man, and I was like, damn, he must be a giant, giant. bro. Yeah. Six foot seven, six foot eight, right. 300 pounds, and I saw him, and I was like, he's still big. Don't get me wrong. He's still massive, right, right, dude, right. But, but he was only like six two. Six, I was he, like, he, holy he shit. That to doing a leg drop. Yeah. So imagine yeah. you drop your falling from higher and you're lit, literally hitting your head on somebody's mostly it's their shoulder all the time that yeah. impact that shit cannot be good for your brain no there's no way no i mean i think he was crazy probably regardless but <laughs> that shit didn't help that yeah definitely didn't help. and uh with kurt angle he has his retirement match at this year's wrestlemania this is gonna be his Power. last match and um <laughs> do you know who his opponent is it better not be somebody like, like <laughs> fucking Baron Corbin or some shit like that. It's Baron Corbin. It's Baron Corbin. Yo, I swear to my son's life, <laughs> I was just guessing, yo. You know, I don't keep up with this. Shit. <laughs> oh man, that's terrible, man. Yeah, I mean, ever since they announced it, like uh, the fans have been like revolting, like they don't want the match or whatever. And Why apparently all, all, all the dirt sheets are saying that WWE might change it up, you know, night of. It's fucking Kurt Angle. Yo, even John Cena p- 
posted a thing on Twitter that said Baron Corbin's a dumpster fire. Like he doesn't like. <laughs> he sucks, man. <laughs> so Kurt Angle's been having like this farewell tour as mm-hmm. of late. So he's been having random matches with people. Like he had a match with Chad Gable. Um, he had a match with uh with Samoa Joe this past Monday. He had a match with AJ Styles on SmackDown. Um, right. And uh, I forget who he's 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 facing someone else before Mania. I forgot, but um, he's doing like this tour, like of you know a okay. bunch of guys. And uh, yeah, it's culminating with Baron Corbin for now because they could change it up. But uh, I think his last match should be against someone like Cena or something like that because if you remember, Cena's debut was against Kurt Angle, so it could be mm-hmm. something full, full circle. You know, that would be dope. I still think it could happen because maybe Corbin will come out and then Cena will attack him and then just get in the ring and then, you know, but whatever. Well, we'll see when Mania comes around what they do with that. But this will be the final match of Kurt Angle uh, at WrestleMania 35. So um, let's see. The next match, you mentioned her earlier, right to censors women's champion Ivory going up against the ninth wonder of the world, China. Um, and China pretty much disposed of Ivory in two minutes and 30 seconds. Um to become the women's champion for the first time because before this China was an intercontinental champion. She participated in the Royal rumble and the King of the ring tournament. And now she finally is just facing women for the first time. Right. So, uh, Cause she was know, like feminine at this point. Like she slimmed down. She wasn't as muscular. Like she yeah. actually looked good. Yeah. You know, compared to when she first got there. I remember she restructured her jaw like she had surgery to mm-hmm, to make, mm-hmm. make herself look less manly and and yeah like you said she was looking more feminine she still was brolic but she wasn't as you know right right, right right defined right. and beastly as she was when she first came in yeah she um, was Jack now obviously Ivory's in the Hall of Fame and obviously uh China will be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year as a member of DX um do you think if uh if DX wasn't going in as a as a group, China would have ever been inducted. Nah, man, not after. Is Sunny in the Hall of Fame still? So she, for, uh, for, for now. <laughs> that porno shit she did was not that long ago, and she's still alive. Sunny, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, all right, if China was still alive, I don't know, but she's dead. Not, I'm not saying it like it's a good thing. I know it sounded like I said like it was glee <laughs> in my voice. But no, but, but I I understand what you're saying though. Right, but she's dead, so you know they always get that that sympathy shit, um, justifiably so. And she's part of the biggest one of the biggest factions of all time. So I think with those two things and individually, she's had a Hall of Fame career. Yes. So it's like we're gonna let a few guys dumping some loads on her. You know, <laughs> squander her Hall of Fame. I don't think. I don't think that's okay. And I mean, if you don't know what I mean by dumping loads. Go watch uh, <laughs> Queen of the Ring. Queen of the Ring. Out, <laughs> you'll figure out what I'm referring to. And the that's the thing. Royal Rumble. And, and that's, that's what it thing. is, though. Yes, it's that one in particular. I don't think it's the one, <laughs> one where, where she played She-Hulk right, or none of that right, crap. Right. It was She-Hulk. the. <laughs> It's true, though, man. You cannot have a threesome with fake McMahon and fake Stephanie. It just can't happen. I mean, I mean, it was Lisa Ann, but, but, but. Fucking uh, Ron Jeremy is Captain Lou Albano. Like, Yo, that shit is funny. <laughs> Yo, they had, they had a fake John Cena. They had a doink. Fake doink. 
they bugged out with that one, man. Yo, <laughs> uh, I don't know what she was thinking on that one, bro. But, uh, she, she expected them to. Oh man, that was crazy. That's basically, was what it was her hate probably for them. Yeah, because you so know, I mean, I mean, I I mean, I spoke about China when I was doing um those uh Facebook Live videos a few years back, uh, and Ooh. after she passed away, and I was like. She had it. She had it bad because you know yeah. she was she was with Triple H. They were together for a couple of years. Then all of a sudden, a bomb got dropped on her. You know, all of a sudden, Triple H is with Stephanie, and you know she she went to Vince to tell him what what did she expect Vince to say? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's his daughter. Yeah, he I mean, like, yeah, you think he was gonna help you over his daughter, even though her da- his daughter's in the wrong now? No, he's gonna stay with his. He's gonna mm-hmm. look for his daughter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. She got fired. She got let go. And, and, and the thing is, she got let go as women's champion because she defended the title once at the next pay-per-view. She defeated Lita. And right. then we never saw China again until she ended up like in TNA for like a cup of coffee or some shit. Right, yeah, right, right. So, you know, she, she, she had it bad. You know what I mean? She, and did she deserve it? You know, maybe not. But, you know, shit happens, I guess. You know what I mean? And then now Triple H is in the position he's in. He's pretty much running the joint, and it's because he dumped China for Stephanie. So, <laughs> yep, can't be mad. I mean, that's a power move. You can't be mad at him ever for that. One. Yeah, I mean, they weren't married, so what the hell? Yeah, um, you can't. <laughs> that's a career life changing decision, right there. Shit, man. So the next match in this stacked WrestleMania is speaking of the McMahons. It is Shane McMahon um, defeating. His dad, Mr. McMahon, with Stephanie McMahon and Trish Stratus in his corner. This, this is the match that I said, oh, shit, because I forgot about this match. And this match is probably the second or third best match on the whole card. Legit. Oh, it's awesome. It is awesome. So, like, it was so great. The premise behind this one, this storyline, is Vince McMahon is pissed off because Shane McMahon bought WCW from under him mm-hmm. and, and was going to have WCW go up against WWE's uh, Vince McMahon and all that, which would lead to the invasion angle, which was a total clusterfuck. But... Yeah, it could have been not, so much better. Not the point. The point is they had a match here, and it was a street fight. Mick Foley was the special guest referee, so we had pieces all over the place. Um, Linda, Linda McMahon, McMahon was in a wheelchair. Right. Yeah, she was like comatose. <laughs> he, was, he was like... <laughs> Punch Shane and like yell right in her face. Yeah, like, watch, watch your son get some more. Yeah, like that's your boy. Ah, yeah, he was going crazy. And Jim Ross was freaking cursing at Vince McMahon the whole time on the commentary. You son, son of a bitch. Of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. I cannot believe that. And, and King is like, wow. Hilarious, man. Oh, it was Paul Heyman on commentary. It was Paul. Heyman. It was Paul and Jerry. Right? Yeah. They were that's, good together, too. Wow. I mean, that's a good freaking... I mean, obviously, JR will always be synonymous with Jerry Lawler. But um, Jerry Lawler, at the time, quit WWE because WWE fired his girl at the time, which was the cat. cat. Yeah. So Lawler left with his girl and, you know, two months later ended up coming back when, when they weren't together no more. So go figure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what crazy. happens when you chase, chase uh, you know... Chase tail. Chase that tail. Um <laughs> So pretty much Shane McMahon defeats Vince by using the coast to coast, which is the first time we've seen Shane use that move. That he did it crazy. He did it with the trash cans. Um, that but crazy. before that, I think the biggest pop of the match was when uh, Vince had Linda in the corner, 
like mm-hmm. sitting down and he's beating up Shane with, with a trash can. Boom, 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 boom. Then he looks at Shane and then Shane points and Linda stands up and the whole she crowd's like, oh, nuts, right? she kicked him in the balls. And then she, that's mm-hmm. when Shane, that's when Shane took over from there. Um, I, That was the biggest pop. And then Trish Stratus turned on Vince and started fighting with Stephanie. And mm-hmm. it, it was just a crazy, crazy match overall together with, uh, with all those factors and variables all over the place. And um, yeah. so it was like WCW defeated WWF in this match. You know, in the yep. beginning, Shane Man goes, oh, I want to give a shout out to some of my boys, some of the young stars from WCW. He points up and they're just like looking up at the sky, not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who was there. It was like Sean Stasiak, Sean Stasiak Lance there, Storm, Lance Storm. Yeah, Hugh yeah, Morris, yeah. Stacey Keebler was there, but she wasn't, she was just chewing gum, just looking around. <laughs> they could they fucked that up. <laughs> I think Chavito was up there. It was like <laughs> Kerwin one. <laughs> I mean, oh man, not to rant about the invasion, but shit, man. If they would have brought in like the big heavy hitters, that would have been something. That would have been great. Yeah. That would have been something. You know, like your, your Sting, uh, your Luga, your Goldberg, your NWO, your all mm-hmm. these guys. That would have been that would have been interesting, you know what I mean? But we had like Chuck Palumbo and fucking you know Sean O'Hare, which I, I don't mind. I like Sean O'Hare and I, I like some of those guys. But I mean, come on, man, that's not Buff Bagwell lasted a night. Like I mean, come on, man. Like <laughs> I mean, the biggest name they brought in was Booker T and Diamond Dallas Page. Yep. That was probably the two biggest names they brought mm-hmm. in from that WCW clan. And then you mixed it with the ECW guys later. I think the biggest star you got out of that was Rob Van Dam. But um, yeah, you know whatever they they fucked that up. So I don't want to get depressed. So Shane McMahon won that <laughs> match. <laughs> and then after that is 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 the match, bro. TLC two, Edge Christian defeating the Dudleys and the Hardys for the WWE Tag Team Championship. And like you said, fifteen minutes and forty seven seconds. How the hell was that? There's no way. <laughs> There's no way that match feels. If you watch that match on the network right now, you're gonna swear it's an hour long. Like there's no, and there's so much shit in the match. Yeah. There's so many elements in that match, from Jeff Hardy doing the uh, swanton on the outside on a ladder onto the table to Rhino. Not even let's not even get to Rhino yet, because you know you got the Dudleys, you got Edge and Christian, like you said, and then you got the Hardys. I, I believe the Edge and Christian were the champs at the time still. Yes. Yeah. Um, it felt like they would never lose that fucking title. But um, <laughs> you know, there were so many spots in that match. Um, and then towards the end of the match, each person each team had like a outside representative. So the yeah. Dudleys had Rhino who came. No, bullshit. The they had Spike. had Spike. Yeah. Who came in. Um Edge and Christian had Rhino. I don't know how he Correlate. I don't know how that happened, but well, the thing is, they, they a little history lesson. They 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 started together in Canada. They they oh, all really? okay. they they all they all came up together. They went to the same wrestling school. Um, they were friends with Rhino for years, even when Rhino was in ECW. That's how he okay, came okay. in. I mean, he was a he was a name in ECW. That's how he got brought in. But Edge and Christian right. pretty much brought him to the dance. So gotcha. So, <clears> and then Lita Lita comes in. I think she got speared or some shit. She definitely went through a table. Yeah, um, she came in and she like took her top off, which was always a good thing. And then she did right. some other craziness, and I think Rhino, I think Rhino gored the shit out of her or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was just, it was just crazy, man. But the biggest spot is, and that's a, it's 
that's one of the greatest spots ever, bro. Oh, like, that that spear. Yep. That spear. You got Jeff Hardy going for the belt. Um, and he's hanging because I don't know who took the ladder underneath his feet. I think it was hanging. I think I think it was Bubba that took the ladder okay, off. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Edge climbs up the ladder, one of the ladders, and jumps across and spears him. I mean, you thought one of those dudes would broke something for sure. I mean, it was crazy. I, I can remember watching that shit in my living room. Like it was, yeah, everybody was going crazy. Like we were like, oh! in one bedroom apartment. It was crazy. It was crazy, bro. You, you got to think that was a perfect spear. Like, like, oh, yeah, it had to be. Because for Edge not to hit his dome on that ring and for Jeff Hardy not to just bust his whole shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it for was him to jump and then the ladder, you know, yeah, move or something and he trips. I mean, I can barely climb up a ladder. Imagine going, <laughs> jumping off that shit. Yeah, I remember working. I remember working maintenance. I had to. I was on top of a building, a high-rise building in White Plains, and uh, this old guy, he was the handyman. He was like easily seventy years old. He was like, "I'm not going up there, son. You're doing it." And I was like, oh, "Fuck it," you know. So I go up there and we're painting. I'm edging a freaking roof, and I'm looking down. All I see is parking lot. I'm like, "Yo," I was like, "You got to hold this ladder, bro." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I got you. You'll be fine." And I'm like. I'm just looking down, which what you're not supposed to do. But I'm naturally, I'm just like fuck, and I'm just looking. <laughs> right, yeah, nah, <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking down, and I'm like, man. I'm like, bro, you need to hold this ladder. He was like, all right, I got gotcha. you. And then he shook it. I was like, nah, nigga, I ain't doing, I, I ain't doing this, bro. I came down. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 not happening. I'm coming down. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I can't imagine taking a freaking spear off of one of the taller ladders that they brought mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. You know, Jeff Hardy always took out those tall shits. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so Edge and Christian win, uh, retain the tag team titles with the help of Rhino. I, I believe Rhino was carrying Christian up the ladder, I think, and, and yeah. Christian got the belts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, here's the thing: I know you weren't the biggest biggest Edge fan. Um, no, but um, Edge has been in the Hall of Fame pretty much since he retired. However, yeah. Christian Christian is not in yet. Um, okay. Why do you think? I mean, obviously, they gave Edge that giant push. He's an 11-time world champion, all this other stuff. Why do you think Christian never got that? I, I don't know. I, he was funny, but I don't think I don't think he took him seriously. Like, you don't believe anything he said. Even as a heel, like, you just always thought he was, like, goofy. Like, yeah. Like, like a Will Farrell trying to be a, trying to play a bad guy, you know? Like it, it was I don't know. He didn't have like a mean streak. Like Edge was the funny guy when they were Edge and Christian and they did the what was it? The, was it five seconds or ten seconds? Yeah, Six yeah. I think uh five second pose, a ten second right, pose. Right, right. They well, did one of those shit and they were funny and then but Edge had like a, a switch. Like once he, he he was a great heel. Like he wasn't Yeah. Like, that rated uh, R superstar character was a crazy was heel. Great. Yeah, yeah. I don't think what, what did Christian have? His peeps? Like, that shit is trash. Like, there's no... Like, <laughs> Captain Charisma? <laughs> yeah, like, there's no edge to him. He's just there. He's like a ham and cheese sandwich. It's, you, you'll eat it. It's cool. But it's not, it's not a grilled cheese. Like, it does not, it's not even comparable. It's, yeah. So, I don't... I don't know, man. I think he's a Hall of Famer because he's had every title in the company, basically. Yeah, right? yeah. They, they, they eventually champ. gave him they eventually gave him the world title, but then, you know, a week later, they made him give it back to Randy Orton. But um, <laughs> like, we're like, Randy Orton needed it. He had like 17 reigns or some shit. And also no. his built, like his built was 
was weird. Like he had a weird, skinny, flabby body. Like it was, yeah, like he wasn't I, big, but he wasn't yeah. tiny. Like he like was you just you could beat him up. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like he, he looks like a, a science teacher almost. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's yeah. no at least edge his face. He, you know, there was something off about him that you could believe. Yeah. Christian, yeah. I I just don't think he was believable. Like I, I didn't, I wasn't threatened by him. Like there's guys that you you want to feel threatened by, especially if you're gonna be a heel. I just, I don't know. It was just it, it was, it, and it was funny when uh when the Dudleys went into the Hall of Fame last year, and uh they were inducted by Edge and Christian. And when Edge and Christian came out, and you know how when the induct when the inductors come out, they you know speak up, you know talk up the the inductees and stuff. Right. right and right. Cr- Christian starts talking, but. He's almost talking like if he's getting the award himself. And he's like, oh, you know, I just want to thank everybody. And and Edge is like, whoa, 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 dude, are you we're not inducting you. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, oh no, still? And he's like, all right. And he's like, <laughs> he did that That's hilarious. <laughs> and the crowd was like, Christian, Christian. Like they want him in. He'll get in eventually. He's had a great career. I'm not not to put yeah, yeah. Christian. I mean, Christian won the T, the NWA title too, but uh, in TNA. But he he said he doesn't count it. <laughs> Why would you? He, he was like, oh, I became world champion in WWE, and and that was my first world title. I was like, damn, bro. I was like, that's how little they see TNA. It was like that was like that time that Rob Van Dam got approached by a fan in the airport, and they were like, yo, are you retired? We haven't seen you in years. He's like, I wrestle every week for TNA. He was like, oh, what is that? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I can't believe that shit still exists, man. Uh, I mean, the product now is better that... than it has been in a long time, but I still don't watch it. But um, but from what from what I've seen, you know, they got some good guys there. You know, uh, Sammy Callahan is there. He's a good mm-hmm. heel with his, with his crew that he got. Um, they got Brian Cage. They got a uh, John Morrison. They got they got some good guys. They do. Right. Um, but I mean, you know, it, it's. The doom is coming. It's inevitable. You know what I mean? Um, and it's been that way for years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, Edge and Christian win that. They they get the tag. They keep the tag team titles. Up next is the aforementioned gimmick battle royal where they have a bunch of old school guys, you know, like Hillbilly Jim and Sergeant Slaughter and Iron Sheik and Earthquake and Tugboat and, you know, the god godly Guka and all that other shit. Um... Like as he said, the best part of that was the commentary team, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Bobby Heenan and 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 Mean Gene Oakland. It was good to see those guys. You know, we finally, unfortunately, you know, we lost Mean Gene this past year and we lost Bobby last year, and you know, it was just sucks. You know, what I mean, you know, uh, bits and pieces of our childhood are dying off every time one of these guys go. Um, but yeah, you know, Iron Cheek won because, like I said, he he couldn't walk. So, well, the, my favorite part of that is when Iron Cheek is making his entrance. Bobby Heenan goes, by the time the Iron Sheet gets there, it'll be WrestleMania 58 or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> so after that is the co-main, which is uh, Undertaker and Triple H. Um, no disqualification match. Uh, I, I mean, it wasn't false count anywhere because they ended up back in the ring. But, um, you know, like, like Izzy said, th- this was a brutal, hard fought. You know, this wasn't Dead Man Undertaker. This was American Badass Undertaker. And this was Sledgehammer wielding, you know, Motorhead Triple H. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was a very, very good match. I remember is there was one spot where it seemed like The Undertaker had chokeslammed him, like, off, like, into hell yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you didn't so see him. Like, 
Where did he go? Like it was he just... just threw his ass. <laughs> oh shit! Because they were like by the by the production section. Yeah, they were like by the sound guy. Like yeah, they, yeah, they... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling think... you, bro, that that's the best match on the card for me. Yeah. That's the best match. Like, cause cause I'm a, I'm we're old school wrestling fans, so I appreciate like the peaks and storytelling in it. The spot where where Triple H fucking. Undertaker has him up for the last ride, and Triple H grabs the sledgehammer. Yep. Cracks his ass, and he goes for the pin. I mean, that's that spot, and then the other spot from the other match where Triple H tombstoned him and did the whole. Oh song yeah, shit. that those was crazy. The two best spots. For yeah. Me in their matches, like those, it's like, oh shit, it's actually gonna happen. Um, you know, but yeah, but- that's that was my favorite match. Yeah, that was that was a goodie. That was definitely a goodie. Um, and and obviously the main event. I mean, uh, it was built on Stone Cold Steve Austin won the Royal Rumble uh, for the third time in two thousand one. Um, the Rock had just defeated, I want to say, Kurt Angle for the world title, and uh, then they were on the collision course. This would have been the second time in three years that they wrestled each other in WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Because they wrestled in WrestleMania 15 in the main event, then um, it would have been a third in a row. But uh, Austin obviously got hurt um, in '99, and he didn't make WrestleMania 2000. And then they had that fucking fatal four-way, which was garbage with Mick Foley, Big Show, Triple H, and The Rock. Um, but the original plan was the rematch between Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, but it didn't happen till '17. So for me, the promo building up to the match was probably. One of the best, the best promo ever. promo packages ever because ever. they had that Limb Biscuit song "My Way," which was mm-hmm. pretty much the the main theme for WrestleMania. Um, and I want to say, did Limb Biscuit perform that night? If if I remember correctly, did they perform "Rolling" for for, for the Undertaker? For the Undertaker, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh huh, they did. They performed for the Undertaker, and Motorhead sang for Triple H. Um, yeah, I believe that was it. Um. The funny thing is, speaking of performances, uh, Joan Jett is going to be performing for Ronda Rousey uh, for okay. this year's WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, she's old school shit. What, what is she? she has to be has to be in her fifties by now. I want to say her sixties probably. Yeah, she's been around forever. Um, but yeah, she's going to be performing that bad reputation for uh, for Ronda Rousey, and um, apparently Travis Brown is getting built into the storyline. <laughs> Oh God! He's a bum fighter. He would be a bum <laughs> There was a spot two weeks ago. I want to say, or even last. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. It was last week. Um, Ronda Rousey's fighting like fighting security guys. Like she's fighting them off and stuff. And Travis Brown is standing behind her, and he hits one of the security guys. <laughs> oh God! I was like, oh no, don't bring this guy in. I mean. Travis Brown is six foot seven. Fine, he's a big guy, but oh mm-hmm. no, is it? He, he was no one special in the UFC. He he did good his first go around, like the first few fights, he was knocking guys out. But then he went to Rousey's camp, and then uh, after that, he just got his ass whipped every time. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. but um, but yeah, going back, um, so Rock and Stone Cold. It's it was announced before the match happens that it is now a no disqualification match. So mm-hmm. Austin comes out to a monster pop because they're in Texas, obviously. And uh Rock comes out to a course of booze. Um 
then they just start going. Austin attacks them. They start going boom, 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 boom. They're fighting all over the place. Um, Austin gets bloody. Rock gets bloody. And as the time goes, all of a sudden, Vince McMahon is walking to the ring. He's coming down, and everybody's like, what the hell is this shit? You know what I mean? And Jim Ross is like, what is Mr. McMahon doing here? What purpose does he got here? Or whatever. All of a sudden, we're thinking to ourselves, he he, he has to be here to help The Rock, right? Because there's no right. way Steve... There's no way Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon are working together. That's never going to happen. That's like Jesus and Satan freaking hanging out together. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, what's happening here? All, all of a sudden, The Rock, I think, hit Stone Cold with like a rock bottom or something. And Mr. McMahon pulls the referee out of the ring. It's like, what the hell is this? And then everybody's just like, okay. Like, McMahon is helping Austin. It, at least that's what it looks like. Because he could very easily do the same thing to Austin when he pins the rock. So we were like, all right, I'm still waiting. Because, yep. like I said, there's no way Steve Austin and Vince McMahon are working together. There's no way. So matches going on, matches going on. All of a sudden, he hands Stone Cold Steve Austin a chair. And you know what happens when Steve Austin gets the chair. He's yeah, yeah. He beating the, the rock down. Boom, boom, boom. What is it, like 15 chair shots? He hit him with a bunch. 21. I've counted. Did you count? <laughs> 21. <laughs> 21 chair shots. Then he pins the rock. He's the new WWF champion. And then the unthinkable happens. Now we see Austin looking at Vince McMahon face to face. We're thinking he's going to stun him. He has to. He's going to stun him. Have to. He has to. But then he looks down. And his hand is out. And we were like, nah, man. Nah, there's some bullshit. He's going to stun him. He's going to still do it. That shit was awful, bro. That's Steve Austin, bro. He's going to stun him. They give each other a fucking handshake. It was like, what? And then they hug. And I was like, no. And then Austin celebrates. I was like, oh, no. And then <laughs> Jim Ross is yelling, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> And Paul Heyman is like, well, this is something we never thought we would see. And it's going to change everything now. Steve Austin and Mr. McMahon are together, blah, blah, blah. It was like, bro, what was your initial disaster? What was your initial reaction when he shook Vince McMahon's hand? I was hoping that it was going to he was going to stun him. But once that little shit on the left-hand corner comes on... The trademark? Yeah, you know it's a wrap. Oh, my God, I was so stressed. There's no way. It was just awful. (laughs) Yeah, because you know once that little trademark... It's it's over. Nothing's happening. Nothing is happening. That shit is a depression. That shit starts depression, bro. You see that shit? Yeah, uh, yo, it was like, like if there's like a little bit of time left, like before yeah, yeah, eleven yeah, o'clock, yeah, yeah. like yo, something can happen yo, here, something bro. Gonna happen, something's gonna happen. There's like five then, minutes man. left. You like there's two minutes nope. left. There's one minute left. Come on, trademark. No. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's true, yo. That that shit was trash. Yo, trash, and Austin trash. and Austin says to this day. He wished he would have just went off script and stunned them and right in the middle of the free <laughs> Yeah, and they would have figured it out because that shit was horrible, yo. Yeah, man. He said that was his biggest regret is, is, has is to be. turning heel that night. It has to be. Yeah. It was pointless. What was the point? I don't understand what what the point was. Like, it was stupid. The best yep. thing about him being a heel was him and Kurt Angle, they were funny together. That was it. Yep. 
the cowboy hat, all that bullshit. That was yep. it. That was it. All that, that shit was trash, yo. Like it was a waste of the the latter years of Austin's career. Yep. Like, then he then he even... then he became the leader of the Alliance, and yeah, that, that was man, the oh, whack. That was rough. Like, what are you guys doing? Why? Why? I don't understand the point. Yeah, legends, legend, legends like that. You know, you can't really fuck with it like that. Like no, bro, no, no, no. It's like that's... Cena. Like now, it's over for the. Him being healed, like his career is almost over. Yeah, it's his too hair is long. Like the, nobody the, gives a shit anymore. The dude, I mean, he's still gangster though. I mean, you want to hear what he told Nikki Bella, bro? Cena, <laughs> yo, on, on the show or off? off no, 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 because he's not with her no more. He kicked it to right, the curb. Right, 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 right. So, so when he did that, he was like, "Listen, I'm not gonna be on that show no more. So don't say my name. Okay. I guess if if she says his name, he's probably gonna sue her ass or some shit, right?" <laughs> so apparently I haven't seen an episode of Total Bellas in easily about a year and a half or two. So I don't watch right. the show. But from what I hear recently, she just calls him my ex. My mm-hmm. ex. My ex. She can't say the word John. That's terrible. On the show. Because <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> yo, even at breakup, he has this bitch like like That's hilarious, man. Yo, because you remember when she tried to move in with him, he had to sign a contract. He had a contract. That's he was hilarious. like, a legal binding document, bro. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. Bro. I, can crazy. Kick, I, I can kick you out whenever I want. He was like, That's I a can. crazy person, yo. What's <laughs> <laughs> that wrong with him, yo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, but not for nothing, though, it, it's a sad time, bro. We had some sad news this week in the in the world of professional wrestling. Really? I'm yeah. Not aware. You want to know what it is, man? <laughs> oh wait, I think I know actually. <laughs> Nikki Bella, Nikki Bella retired, bro. That, that's some sad shit. Man. Oh wait, did she really? Yeah, <laughs> that's not what I was thinking at all. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you? Wait, what I were you was, thinking about? Uh, JoJo's pregnant. That's what. Oh, I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, well, you gotta come in. I mean, yeah, yeah you cannot. Big, you can't hit on a player. I mean, big up to Bray, man. She's shit. gonna get so thick right now too. Oh my goodness, that pregnancy body. Post pregnancy body's gonna be crazy. She's tiny. Yep. She's Yo, gonna this... be stupid thick. Freaking Bray Wyatt, bro. Bray Wyatt. He took Yo, he must have some fun. serious gab, bro, or the golden dick. Because Yeah, man. Yo, this dude He's an ugly bastard. Like this. <laughs> I mean, he lost a lot of weight though. You seen him lately? No, he did. He did really. Yo, he, he bulked up, bro. <laughs> Uh, I mean, and he shaved no he like off the show. and he shaved half of his head like he has just that big ass ponytail now like he he's looking like a little brawn bro he's looking like brawn <laughs> <laughs> oh man but I, I i really expect to see bray wyatt make a return at this year's wrestlemania luke harper so. made a return uh, a couple weeks back at, at a house show and he's back to his old gimmick um okay Obviously, Rowan is Daniel Bryan's bodyguard with this whole, you know, hippie shit. Sure, um, so, yeah, maybe I could see Bray and, and Luke coming back as, as a unit or, or doing something. Because uh, Bray Wyatt's another talent that has been wasted the past few years. You know, push, mm-hmm. not push, push, not push, Big push, time. not push. It's like, come on, man. How do you expect Big the guy time. to get some traction if you could barely get anything? You know what I mean? And uh, your boy Dean Ambrose is on his way out. Um, uh, after WrestleMania, I'm pretty sure he's not signing his contract and he's going to go off and do something else. I don't know. <laughs> Good for him. But, um, yeah, man. 
Um, so that was WrestleMania 17 in a nutshell. Those are all the matches. Uh, real quick before we uh, head off out of here, I just want to, you know, is give Izzy and the rest of you guys pretty much the updated card for this year's WrestleMania. Um, I will be doing the WrestleMania show, episode 40 of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast, uh, WrestleMania week, which is uh, the week after next week, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So probably within the next week and a half or so, I'll be doing episode 40. Um, and I got a big announcement for that show. Uh, not only will Izzy be gracing us with his presence once again, um, a friend of mine who hasn't been on the show in a long time, uh, Amar Hamid, a.k.a. Ace, wants to jump on. Um, I have a friend, and Izzy knows him as well. We remember seeing this dude as a little kid. <laughs> um <laughs> We are, he's from he's from the boogie down just like we are he's from the Bronx. Um, he is an independent wrestler making waves on the independent scene in in, in the New York area and, and Florida and, and a whole bunch of other places. Um, he is a beast. He's a big dude. The stuff that he could do for someone his size is is pretty dope. If you see him on YouTube, see him on a bunch of other outlets. The the dude is good. Um, my man. The Jurassic Juggernaut himself, the best big man in the business, Big Vin Steele, is going to be on the show uh, for the 40th episode for the WrestleMania show. He's going to jump on with us and hang on and hang out and shoot the shit. Um, and yeah, man, I'm excited, man. My, my first wrestling guest, you know, and it's pretty cool that it's someone that I actually know. You know what I mean? So it's pretty dope. Uh, his sister babysat my son for the first couple of years of his life. Um, so he's a friend of the family. He's a cool dude, man, and I'm I'm happy and appreciative that he's gonna jump on and hang out with us for a little bit. And like I said, shoot the shit and talk about WrestleMania and all that stuff. So re- the episode 40 of the podcast is gonna be a big one. It's gonna be cool. Um, a lot of cool shit is happening with the podcast and and the channel, the SNE Podcast channel in itself. Um, I can't, you know, announce that yet because. <laughs> It's not my place, but I am right. excited about it. And when I can, you will hear about it. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to just mention off the matches for the WrestleMania 35 card, which we will give our predictions on that show for. Uh, Where is it? Okay. Boom, boom. All right. So pretty much the main event, or at least what they're saying is the main event, is Ronda Rousey defending the Raw Women's Championship against the man, Becky Lynch, and the new, as of yesterday, the new SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. Who now, is it a triple threat match? Yeah, it is. And I'm assuming both women's titles are on the line and they're going to unify that, Why those Why does Charlotte bits. have to be there? I don't understand. I'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that in the next episode. Yeah, we'll get into yeah. that. <laughs> I don't want to go For on the, a rant. For the WWE Championship, Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan is what he calls himself, going up against Kofi Kingston. And like I said, we spoke about it earlier. We'll get more in-depth uh, in episode 40. Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar defending up defending against Seth Rollins. Um, Intercontinental Championship, Finn Balor going up against Bobby Lashley. Um, United States Championship, Samoa Joe defending against Rey Mysterio. Um... Women's Tag Team Championship Fatal 4-Way, Sasha Banks and Bayley defending the belts against Nia Jax and Tamina Snuka, defending against the Iconics, and going up against Natalia, and coming out of retirement, 
Beth Phoenix. Oh, wow. um, <clears throat> WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Buddy Murphy defending up against Tony Nese. Um, Roman Reigns going up against Drew McIntyre. Roman um, Reigns is back wrestling already? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's already there. Oh, wow. Yep. Jesus. And Drew McIntyre. You know can I go ahead? Say do it. Real yes. Quick. Go ahead. Can I, <laughs> can I just. Uh, this is going to be a very hot take, but <laughs> it's something I've been discussing with a friend of mine. This This little cancer thing. Like, what was it, a month ago that he announced that shit? No, 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 no. It, it, it was about six. Really, was it? Six months? Yeah, yeah. He's been, he's, been, he, he's been gone about six, six and a half, yeah. He was in remission, and now he's already wrestling? Yeah, he's back in the fight. I mean, he what, technically hasn't had a match odds? yet, but, you know, he made it back for Mania. What are the odds <laughs> that the WWE was like, hey, Roman, uh, people that- hate you. That's tough, man. People hate you. We got to do something to get people on your side. Because prior to this, who the fuck knew that he had cancer before? I mean, I've never heard of that shit before. I've never heard that either. And apparently, he's been dealing with it since he's in his twenties. But once right. again, it's the first that I'll bet you anybody has heard of it. Right. And only in six months, you beat it. You. You know, that shit takes a toll on you. Your body fucking, you know. I mean, you, if if you look at him now, he looks different. He does look smaller? Okay. Yes. I haven't watched. Yeah, he, he does he does look he does look smaller. Okay. He was standing face to face with McIntyre on Monday and McIntyre looked like a beast giant next to him. Like a giant compared to And him. you know Roman's not little. So right. yeah, he definitely lost some mass. He definitely lost some weight. He really was sick. I, I tell you that much. I, I believe he really was. Well, not say good. But that's not good, but you know. No, but God but I I, I know what you mean window. though because if they if WWE couldn't get away with that because if they're a publicly traded company, if they would have oh got God, caught, they would be done. It would be over. Yeah, somebody to for someone to fake cancer that the, yeah, they'll yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll get a ton of shit over that. You know, they'll lose sponsorships. They'll lose a lot of shit. They can't afford that. Um, but yeah, you know, he, he is back. He technically hasn't had a match back yet. His mm-hmm. return match is this match with, with McIntyre. Um, Drew McIntyre is a freaking monster, bro. Is he really? <laughs> he is a... I, sw- I swear to God. Roman Reigns is maybe, what, 6'4", six, 6'3". Mm-hmm. McIntyre looks like he's freaking 6'7", next to this dude. Like, he's a monster, bro. Yeah, he's he he's a beast. Yeah, you know I mean, but um, but yeah, let, let's see how that goes. Roman Reigns against Drew McIntyre in a no holds barred match. Triple H against Batista. <clears throat> what? Why? Why do they do this? <laughs> They've wrestled a hundred times. Well, I don't know, man. Batista's getting what he wants, apparently. He he wanted that fight with Triple H. He felt Triple H screwed him over on his last uh, comeback that he had. And mm-hmm. uh, and the stipulation added was if Triple H loses this match to Batista, Triple H never wrestles again. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I already know how that's going to go, but we'll see. <laughs> I'll talk about it yeah. later. <laughs> 
After that, we have Randy Orton going up against AJ Styles. Um, that should be interesting. We have Shane McMahon versus The Miz in a false count anywhere match. Um, Kurt Angle's retirement match against Baron Corbin for now. <laughs> I keep saying for now. And then they have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal with so far, the only people who are in it so far is Braun Strowman and is, do you watch Saturday Night Live? Uh, not much, but I'm familiar, I guess, I'm familiar with, you know, the cast, I guess. To an extent. Do, you, do you know who Michael Che is? The black dude, yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, why is he on, why is and, he on wrestling? What is, and, and do you know who Colin Jost is? The guy who does the weekend updates with him? Yes. The mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude that I believe is going out with Scarlett Johansson, or he's going out with somebody, some hot Hollywood starlet or some shit. Yeah, they they they've been feuding with Braun Strowman as of late. <clears throat> yeah. What is that about? That's what Braun <laughs> has been reduced to. <laughs> yeah. And so far, those are the only three guys in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So yeah. So those are the matches for now. They could always add shit. I mean, this is not the pre. They didn't mention anything for the pre-show. They're probably gonna have right. like a women's battle royal. Or they're gonna have other shit that they're gonna put together. Um, Asuka doesn't have a match. Shinsuke Nakamura doesn't have a match. Rusev doesn't have a match. They'll probably all be in the battle royal or women's battle royal or whatever the case. Asuka was the SmackDown Women's Champion, but she lost mm-hmm. it to Charlotte. She lost it to Charlotte last night. Which made that triple threat match for WrestleMania, I guess, in Vince McMahon's eyes, even bigger. Instead of having Asuka have a title reign of her own on SmackDown, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> and then for the Hall of Fame, obviously, you got D-Generation X. You got the Hart Foundation. You got Tori Wilson. Um, <laughs> and rumor going around. I mean, I forget who other inductees are. I'll figure that out for the for the next show. And then there's one more entrant, and the rumor is... Oh, no, they got the Honky Tonk Man. Um, and then one more entrant, the rumor is Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, my goodness. That's the rumor is going on. Jack still? Like... I mean, he's still a big guy, but... Yeah. I mean, Brutus Beefcake in 2019? Oh, no. That's, that's almost as bad as... Doing? That's almost as bad as Coco Beware. I don't know. I mean, Brutus had a good career, but I mean, once again, I mean, they didn't even announce it yet, so I'm not going to jump off that ledge yet and go all crazy with it. But um, <clears throat> so those are the matches for WrestleMania 35. We'll get into that in episode 40. And uh, yeah, man, that was WrestleMania 17. That was like, like as he said, and I said earlier, our favorite WrestleMania to date. I mean, I've had some, you know, and we could talk about it on episode 40 also, but the biggest duds and the biggest studs i don't know i don't know how to word it but the biggest dud wrestlemania is of all time and i already know which one is izzy's biggest dud um <laughs> I, I know izzy's favorite is wrestlemania 9 um so um, yeah, of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually trying to watch all the manias on the network until until wrestlemania 35 to see how far i can get 
right now I'm at WrestleMania 10, so I think I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I mean, I'm currently on uh, paternity leave because I my you know got a three week old newborn in the house, so. Yeah, I have some time to sit and right. just let, let it play in the background while I'm doing other stuff. So currently I'm at 10. And they had some good matches on there. You know, Owen Hart and Bret Hart was a good match. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously had the latter match with Shawn Michaels and Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. That was good. Um, so, yeah, then I get to watch WrestleMania 11 tomorrow and see Bam Bam Bigelow fight Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, let's see how that goes. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. This was your uh, WrestleMania 17 review show. Um, you know, Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. Pretty, uh, Like I said, episode 40 should be recorded and hooked up by uh, WrestleMania week, which is a week and a half from now. So check, look out for that. SMD Podcast channel, SMDblog.com, uh, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Google Play Music. Wherever you find your podcast, you can find your boy. So holla at me. Get a share. Let me get a like. Let me get a thumbs up. Let me get something. Show some love, man. So <laughs> so for Izzy, this has been Jay. This has been Jay's Week in Wrestling Extra, if you will. And catch you all next time with the big show, the Paul White episode 40 <laughs> for the WrestleMania preview show. Thank you very much for listening. Catch you next time. Peace. Yeah. This time I'm a